0: Episode-by-episode podcast review of CBS's action-adventure series MacGyver. I'm Patrick O'Reilly. And I'm Richard Wells. And today we'll be tackling Season 7, Episode 1, Honest Abe. (music) The original air date for this episode was September 16th, 1991. It was directed by Michael Caffey and it was written by Lincoln Kibbe. Uh, Why don't we describe this episode in brief?
1: Uh, On this episode... MacGyver, whilst getting ready to attend a bar mitzvah, uh, is asked to go pick up the grandfather, who turns out to be more than he seems, and takes him on an international adventure. Also incredibly annoying. Yeah. A little, he's, a little, he's a little hard to deal with. Yeah. But you know, it's complicated.
0: It's complicated. Yeah, so we start this episode... In Los Angeles.
1: Oh, oh, we're back. We're back yeah. in LA, um, and uh, the opening sequence for season seven is. I, I did a side by side. They're they're identical. Yeah, I was gonna say. So it I, I think looks we about the same. we we have no new no new information on our opening sequence for season seven. It's
0: possible the music is updated a little bit. Mm. Um, either way, I'm pretty sure that where this the theme ended up is my favorite. Yeah. I think that musically the the last version of the theme song is probably my favorite.
1: Not so midi-heavy. Yeah. Uh, So, yeah, we open up uh, at a a set of, like, airplane hangars. It's like a small airfield or compound or military base. Uh, A security guard enters a secure room with a series of, like, key cards and codes and stuff. But he removes a top-secret manual and a very specific key card from a secured room. And he uses the key card to access a... Seemingly normal-looking helicopter. Yeah. But uh, much like the uh, what is it, the, the urban assault vehicle. Yeah. <laughs> from the uh, EM50. From Stripes, this helicopter is something something special. Um, uh, once he gets in, he does one thing that's unusual. He he has a briefcase, and he uh, inside he has a small fire extinguisher. But it's identical to the one that's in the helicopter. But he replaces the one in the helicopter with the one from his briefcase. Uh, this, uh, security guard is, uh, actor Abe Sherman, who I don't really know from too well, much. Well,
0: the character is Abe. Oh, and sorry. The actor's oh, name is Shelley, Shelley Berman. Sh- Shelley sorry,
1: Berman, yeah. so, so I saw the Sherman and the Berman. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, one of the things I know him mostly from is from Boston Legal.
0: Yeah.
1: He, he plays, like, this really crotchety old judge. Yeah. Um, who's pretty funny. Uh, and, uh, just... Shortly after he gets in there, um, a vehicle arrives with several people in it, including Ben Stein. Yeah. Uh, as Major Sneed, right. uh, who I saw two different spellings of, like on IMDb versus the subtitles. Oh. Okay. So I really don't know which one is correct, but yeah. they pronounce it the same, so I guess it doesn't yeah. matter.
0: I can't even think of a second spelling other than S N E E D. What is- uh,
1: uh, one of them. One of the spellings was had S N E A D. Oh. Okay. Like Reed.
0: Okay, that makes sense. Uh,
1: But as soon as he arrives with uh, two other gentlemen, uh, LaManna and Elliot, the helicopter, the hangar doors open, and the helicopter, like on the deck, flies right out of the hangar. It's pretty impressive. And it's pretty
0: quiet sounding, too, as it's coming out.
1: Um, It's a a pretty impressive, there's actually a lot of impressive helicopter flying in this episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Just because they're keeping it so low and flying it so fast.
0: Yeah, it's definitely a precision vehicle.
1: Yeah. uh so of course, like they see the helicopter and they they uh but they realize that it's also got a tracker on it, yeah so they will they'll, they'll they'll be able to locate it, but it's gonna be uh an issue um uh, one of these actors, Lamana, yeah, uh was David he Naughton. yeah, I was like uh he's but he's the one from Werewolf, American in, Lon- Werewolf in London yeah. yeah,
0: he's the guy that's Griffin Dunn's buddy that ends up getting followed around by his corpse for the whole movie, yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's funny like,
0: to see him as just like a henchman in this episode when he's like the main character of. Yeah, American exactly. World in London, I was
1: like, "Is this not that guy? Is it?" Yep, it um, is. Was- I also, I also saw that he was in uh, Mirror Mirror Three, which is a horror series. I, I need to start watching because uh, Matthew lent me, lent me. It's, it. Have you are you familiar with that movie that came out recently called Oculus? It's about a cursed I, mirror. I'm not. Um it's actually a pretty interesting little movie i I, I really I feel like
0: it. I'm familiar with it in that uh, the filmmaker went on to make something else mm. that's like more popular I don't remember
1: what though yeah I don't remember what either but I actually kind of liked oculus but this yeah. is a this is actually a, a, a horror film series about a similar concept concept but a mirror this mirror is just like brings evil and cursed bad so it's bad not thing. like
0: the tarsum sing mirror mirror
1: no no that
0: is Tarsum right
1: yeah yeah uh but yeah, so he was in the third iteration of that series. Yeah. Uh, but uh, the uh, last guy, Elliot, uh, we've had him as uh, he was a uh, Bodine in Jack in the Box. Right. Uh, he, that that's the Lance uh, Legault.
0: Is yeah. The actor's name.
1: He he was uh the, yeah, the the local sheriff who beat up on Jack and MacGyver. Yeah. And threw them into the uh, prison. So a lot of interesting people right out of the gate.
0: Yeah. And the the um the character of Abe played by Shelley Berman. Shelley Berman ha- has had a long comedy career, but uh, he's also probably best known at the moment for having played Larry David's father on Curb Your Enthusiasm.
1: Oh, okay, I've never seen a single episode. of Yeah, that show. I haven't
0: either, but <laughs> I probably should.
1: Yeah, everyone says it's really good. I I get I have I have a I have a, a problem with awkward comedy. Yeah. Um, like I I get really uncomfortable, and I know you're kind of supposed to. Yeah. But it. Like even like Modern Family, when whenever Phil Dunphy gets himself in a situation, and it's really awkward, I I start, I start fast forwarding on the DVRs. It's Like yeah. I don't want to I don't want to watch this part.
0: I I have not made it through a single episode of Modern Family. That's not true. One time I was at the gym and I watched it without sound. That was. The, <laughs> I made it through a whole episode, <laughs> but um, I I don't think that show's funny, and I don't think the guys who make it are funny. Aww, <laughs> and, like I, when I I remember they went up to accept their Emmy for Best Comedy. I was like this show got the best comedy? This is show isn't funny. And then they got up and they made, like, the unfunniest accepted speech I've ever heard. I was just like, what are we doing? Why are we giving these people a statue? It was so weird. But, yeah. I like it. <laughs> no, it's no good. But Lance LeGault also has lots of, like, regular characters on TV credits. He's always, like, the general, like, badass character. Yeah, so. well,
1: he's got that. he's got that really kind of deep voice. Yeah. Um, and he's
0: been on a bunch of Airwolf, a bunch of A Team, and a bunch of Magnum.
1: Um, good thing that he was on Airwolf because that's going to tie into this episode a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Uh, so we see the helicopter take off and fly off, and uh, from there we cut to MacGyver driving a, a sedan, like a normal four door sedan. Yeah. But he's in Fillmore. Yeah. He's up in Fillmore. It's like. Uh, uh, listeners, that's like
0: they didn't have to fake signs to make it look like Southern California.
1: Yeah, like the, this is actually a a small little community that's right near where we live right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's uh, it actually looks like a, to- uh, a a town lost in time. Yeah, like they've really preserved the historical aspect of it. Yeah. So, of course, it's perfect for filming. Yeah. Um, I got super excited also when uh, when we did the Iron Eagle Marathon. Because they shot so much of that in in, in town and then yeah. up in Fillmore, I was yeah. like, I know all these places. <laughs> uh, uh, so he, I don't know what what is what store does Philip run. Is it a record store? Oh,
0: you know what? I don't even remember. Like, I thought it was a restaurant.
1: It, no, because they got like they got aisles with like what look like CDs attention. or books. Well, this would be. It just seems really unusual for him to be, uh, like. It just seems like, like – I don't know. Like, I, I, I couldn't tell what, what they sold there. Then especially when he starts asking for – like, he, he makes an order for locks and he gets like door like, – like padlocks. Yeah. But like, as if that was something that he would normally order.
0: Yeah. That's, so I, that's, I I've made the note. I don't know what kind of a store would carry both kinds of locks, like for bagels and for yeah. locking a door. Or uh, how someone could possibly misunderstand that order. Yeah. What What context did you place that order? Mm-hmm. Uh, but, I mean, just based on that, I would assume that it's a deli. Yeah. But maybe he was just ordering locks because he needed catering for the... Well,
1: yeah, I, I, I agree. I think that that's what it is. Yeah. But he must have been ordering through some company that he knows. Yeah. Because, again, sending him... Lo- if you were calling a catering company and asked for locks... Or any other food for, yeah, for a catering type th- deal, they would know what you meant.
0: Yeah, you're not going to call a deli and order locks for a door, and you're not going to call a locksmith and order locks for bagels.
1: So. Yeah, yeah. So it's it was a very confusing joke. Yeah. And I just, uh, it, we put more time into it, I think, than I think than the yeah. writers did.
0: He just he just called like a random friend and asked for a very specific thing to be picked yeah. up, and wasn't clear on what it was.
1: Uh, so MacGyver walks in to meet, uh, Philip, the owner of the store, um, and, uh, his son Jeffrey, who's bar mitzvah, he is attending. Right. Uh, Jeffrey is uh, a big kid. Yeah. Um, and so he gives Mac like a big old hug. Yeah. And, uh. Dudsky. Yeah. <laughs> this is much like, uh, the, uh, Jericho games guy, uh, a yeah. Russian, like just speaking in, uh, in best American that he knows. Yeah. Uh but uh they're waiting on uh Philip's father and also Jeffrey's grandfather. Right. Who's who basically Philip has no fond memories of. Right. Um I love the conversation he has with MacGyver. He's like, MacGyver, you know what it was like for me growing up without a father. He's like, uh, Philip, I didn't meet you till I was eighteen. <laughs> like, and I was already in therapy. Yeah. <laughs> uh so it's a it's a kind of a fun conversation.
0: Yeah, I think this is actually the first and maybe only episode that I remember specifically watching with you at Blockbuster. Yeah? Because I remember watching an episode of MacGyver on the in-store TV and ha- it having Ben Stein in it.
1: Okay, I don't yeah. I do he's in another episode. No, so. I, think, I think that this is the only episode yeah. that he's in. Um, and this is an episode that I always remember, and I can't tell you why. <laughs> um, it's oh, probably- by the
0: way, we didn't mention the terrible, terrible line at the beginning when the, the helicopter flies out of the hangar. And uh and Ben Stein walks up and says, Well, this is BN for so and so. Yeah, and then he's like, B N and he's like Bad news. Bad news. It's like that's the stupidest acronym I've ever heard. Let's well, save any time.
1: Uh, I well, I I also feel that like Lamana's dialogue of Hey Paisano, hey, yo, yeah, it's, yeah, beautiful, yeah. it's beautiful. It's beautiful. It's just as frustrating. Yeah, like yeah. it it's it's really hammy.
0: Yeah. He's really greasing it up.
1: Uh, so uh, Abe, also who you know, as we said, played the security guard, is the father that they that MacGyver has to go pick up from the bus station. Right. So of course, as soon as he steps off the bus, he thinks that MacGyver is his son Philip. Right. Which I guess must be an act, or is it genuine? I don't know. This this character. That's the problem with this character. Is yeah. That-
0: He's so busy being eccentric and weird, is that you can't tell if he's like smart or stupid. Yeah, it's just really annoying to listen to.
1: Um, so of course Mac clears up that uh, that he's not Philip, that he's is from MacGyver. Yeah. And then, well, uh, he asks if he can go to the post office to pick up the present. Yeah. Uh, and uh, so when they get to the post office, Abe immediately sees that the Lamont—I think it's Lamont—is outside. Lurking around, kind of checking people out as they go into the post office. I guess somehow they knew that he had sent something. Um, yeah. Well,
0: whatever it was, had a tracker on it.
1: So is it the must be the key card then? Is yeah, what, what they're tracking. Uh, uh, so he asks when Abe sees it, MacGyver, he's like, "Oh, yo, know, MacGyver, my leg. Uh, you know, I got this bum knee. Can you go in there and uh, and get the thing for me? It's under. Uh, it gives like the name Alan Dulles." And, uh, and the guy was like,
0: like the CIA, Dallas? Uh,
1: it's like, Oh, look at you. <laughs> yeah. Like it, it kind of reminded me of like the brother's bloom in which like Mark Ruffalo's, all his schemes, like he always like take steals, like things from famous authors. Yeah. And this one time, the one time he does it, everyone starts recognizing like the, the books and stuff yeah. that he's stealing his references from. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so it's like, he probably uses this name all the time or like Fletch. Like you know, Fletch using these names like Gordon Lady, like like yeah. no one ever catches on that those are yeah, like somehow no yeah
0: the only the only time that he does reference it is like when he's just being really blatant like when he's just messing with Stanwick underneath the boardwalk when he's like uh, he's like what is your name and he's like Nugent uh, Ted Nugent Ted and he's like okay you don't want to tell me that's fine <laughs> and then uh, and the scene where he goes to talk to Stanwick's parents in in Provo yeah and. and He's like... Uh, kind of a name Harry S. Truman. Oh, then, oh, yeah, yeah. The, yeah, that's his in-laws. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Putting. But when he's talking to the parents and, and he's like, Harry S. Truman, he's like, really? Like the president? He's like, yeah, my parents were really proud of him. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, so uh, MacGyver goes in and gets the package, and but as soon as he starts exiting, uh, Major Sneed, Ben Stein, can notices on his tracking device that the package is moving, so someone must have picked it up. And so as soon as MacGyver walks out of the door, LaMana sees him with the package and realizes that it must be him and pulls a gun on him. Uh, So as soon as, like, Abe sees the gun, he he gets the car running and revs it up towards the post office and tells MacGyver to jump in, and they're just being shot at completely. So, like, MacGyver's rental car payments, I hope he got the insurance because uh, they blow out the back windshield. And so, of course... uh, they uh, they actually kind of like run down the car a little bit.
0: Yeah, like Abe puts the car in motion and almost runs over MacGyver chasing them down. Mm-hmm. And then MacGyver is able to jump in the passenger side window Yeah. after they get past the whole
1: shootout. Um, Abe says that uh, these gentlemen are rival tuba salesmen after, after his sheet music.
0: Because <laughs> he refuses to explain what's going on. Yeah.
1: Um, and of course MacGyver says, I thought you said it was a present. Yeah, yeah. It's sheet music. It's present. That, that's what it is. Um, his story's starting to unravel. Yeah. So Abe drives MacGyver to a like small, like, I, I don't know what this place is supposed to be. It looks like a, like a, a fake town. Cause it's just like dirt, dirt roads, but it's it like doesn't. modern buildings. It's like, I don't know what, where you're supposed to be. Yeah. Um, yeah.
0: But it's somewhere that he could stash the helicopter.
1: Yeah, exactly. But there seem to be other people around. Yeah. So it's like, does Nobody no one...
0: checked under this blanket?
1: <laughs> uh, so MacGyver wants to go to the police, but of course Abe is not not willing to do that. Um, but Abe finally is able to come clean that he works for the CIA. He stole a government helicopter because it's got stealth uh, and other military hardware that he needs.
0: Yeah. And what is it or before outside the post office, that he realizes that MacGyver is who he is. Because at some point, he actually recognizes MacGyver as an agent of the Phoenix Foundation.
1: Um, I can't. I know when they first when he first meets him, he thinks is his son, and then he introduces himself as MacGyver.
0: I think it might be during the. The Dulles conversation. Okay. That he's like, suddenly he's like, oh, wait a minute, MacGyver from the Phoenix Foundation. Yeah. Oh, you were former DXS and you were blah, blah, blah. And you get the impression, okay, this guy's like in government somehow Mm -hmm. and he's not being clear on it.
1: Yeah. Well, and it's weird that MacGyver says in in that scene, he says, I used to be in the business. It's like, is he no longer in the business? I think
0: he just means used to be literally involved in the
1: government. Okay. Now he's because DXS
0: is supposed to be a federal organization. Yeah,
1: that's true. And Phoenix is private. Yeah. So, uh, you know, he he uh, he sold a helicopter for his mission, and he can't go back to the CIA because technically, and this is true, it's illegal for the CIA to operate within the United States. Right. Yeah. Um, without without the use of another, uh, f- local federal organization. Right. Um.
0: So here he's already given up to MacGyver, who he's been hanging out with for like two hours, mm-hmm. that he is a CIA agent, and yeah. he hasn't told his son that his entire life.
1: Exactly. Um, uh, did you see Sicario? Yeah. Yeah, so it's a similar situation. Like, uh, uh, Josh Brolin needs uh, uh, Emily, uh, Emily Blunt to be Blunt, involved. Because yeah. uh, she's FBI and he's CIA.
0: Yeah. But it's very clear that they're just using her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's, I can't believe they're making a sequel to that,
1: but they are. It's so seems like such a bad idea, because the movie just choice. the movie stands so well on its own.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, so Abe was willing to say like, okay, how about we come up with some kind of plan? And McGuire says, well, how about we take the helicopter to the Phoenix Foundation? No one's going to get it there. Yeah. We go to the bar mitzvah and then we figure out the rest of this plan. Yeah. Uh, and Abe's like, oh, you know, all right, fine. That, thing, that seems like a that seems like a good uh, a good thing to do. Uh, and uh, meanwhile, Elliot and Lamana have uh, intercepted a uh, local sheriff deputy and told him that uh, that they need to like basically set up a, like roadblocks and start sweeping the area.
0: Yeah, what's his name? Duke Luke or Luke Duke? Uh,
1: the 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 sheriff deputy with Duke Luke, and uh, but he's a heavy set guy. And then the actress' name is David Trim.
0: Yeah, yeah, I saw that. <laughs>
1: uh, so I think that might be a stage name. Yeah. Uh, but what I thought was weird about this was that nothing comes of it. Like, them creating... Yeah, that's true. Having the... Getting the... Because, because like, the guy's, like, super excited. The sheriff's deputy's like, oh, wow, FBI? Because, like, Elliot introduces himself. In I guess it.
0: that was the only point of it, was to have him bring up in conversation that he was an FBI
1: agent. Yeah. Um, but, of course, Lamana being one of the bad guys thinks it's like, oh, wow, that's, a, that's great. They have, like, a fake badge. It's perfect. That's a great cover. Uh, uh, but, yeah, but nothing comes of the sheriffs uh, going after them because they take the helicopter. Yeah,
0: but it also is really s- frustrating to watch. He's, like, he goes up to the police officer, and he says, hey, I'm FBI. We need to set up roadblocks all over the place and everything, and you guys need to put it on an APB and get this, this guy tracked down. And then he takes three steps to his right, and mm-hmm. Lamont is like, Wow, posing as an FBI agent. <laughs> That's such a great and it's like, why are you saying that so loud? He, he's quiet, right there. Down. He is standing right behind me.
1: Eh, I don't think he can hear. Yeah. Um Major Snead and calls over Lamont and Elliot and says that uh, uh they've received orders to terminate Abe and MacGyver. Yeah. So they're both fired. They're both uh Right terrible. That's what you mean. No no letter of recommendation for those guys. Yikes.
0: All those hours of working are going to be for nothing.
1: So Abe takes MacGyver to the helicopter, which apparently is right where they were. Right. So uh, they don't have to go too far. Um,
0: he can't get it started. Yeah. Even though he somehow stole it and flew it here. Uh,
1: he said he left the key card out in the sun too long. Yeah. Which which MacGyver agrees that would do it. But it's also interesting, again, showing Abe's knowledge that he would also know that. Um, he starts explaining parts of his mission That uh, he needs to kidnap the president of uh, San Rochelle uh, because there's there's an arrest warrant. But, of course, there's no extradition in San Rochelle. Also, he's the president of it. So he wouldn't extradite himself. Yeah. Um, I I thought that was weird that they even brought up. It's like, oh, there's no extradition. It's like, yeah, because why why would he extradite? It it
0: it wouldn't be extradition. It would just be immigration.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I mean even if a country has extradition it doesn't mean that they will it just means that they're they're willing yeah. to talk about it but it doesn't mean like I mean Roman Polanski we have an extradition treaty with like France and Poland but both of those countries said no nah, we're not going to send them over Yeah. so it it really comes down to what the country wants even with an extradition yeah. treaty uh so uh uh, MacGyver is like starting to look through the the book for this helicopter and like learning about all the little tricks it can do. It's got uh, missiles and it's got uh, the what knockout you gas. Knockout gas. It's got um, uh, like it's got speakers on it that can basically deaden the sound of the prop. Right. So it basically just like sends a, an inverted sound wave of the noise of the helicopter to. They
0: call it black sound. Yeah. No, they call it black noise. Noise, sound, whatever.
1: <laughs> Since the key card won't work. And according to, to MacGyver, all you need is a laser to access the helicopter and you just Morse code the, uh, the functions into it, yeah. which just seems like the worst kind of, there's no like security system over it. Like yeah. you can just, blip, anybody blip, could blip. do this
0: or like the sun could pass through a building and yeah. windows could happen to spell out launch nukes.
1: Yeah, exactly. It seems like a really bad way to, to have a like. I get you have, like, an alternative access point or a remote access point, but there needs to be some kind of security over that. Yeah. Maybe because it's still a prototype. Uh, uh, and, of course, uh, MacGyver is able to use a flashlight beam, I yeah. guess, to uh, emulate a laser. I don't get, again, how that's working. Yeah. But... Uh, yeah, uh, when
0: they say laser on this show, they just mean a beam of light.
1: A beam of light, Yeah, yeah in general. Uh Abe also goes through like starts going through the manual and saying and listing off all the different ways to uh access the weapons and knockout gas and all that stuff, which is which will be important later that he said it all because MacGyver apparently is memorizing everything that he's saying at the yeah. moment. Yeah. So they take off in the helicopter and they start heading towards the Phoenix Foundation.
0: Yeah, because and, MacGyver says he's gonna take Abe to a safe house, but yeah. we all know how that's gonna work
1: out. Yeah. Uh, And Abe must know, too, because (laughs) instead of uh, taking him to the safe house, Abe puts on a helmet and a mask.
0: He's like, oh, I almost forgot to put on my helmet. And then he puts on the gas mask part of the helmet and Mm -hmm. then reaches down and flips on that little fire extinguisher he installed, which gasses the cockpit and knocks MacGyver out. Mm -hmm. Who wakes up thousands of miles later. Thousands of
1: miles later. And presumably maybe even another day. Right. Um, yeah, they're, they're in, they are now in the Caribbean, which is about 3,000 plus miles. Right,
0: which is that Mexico town in Valencia that I worked in for when, uh, I did set design on a music video called, uh, well, I didn't do set design. I was assisting the set design department mm. for a music video for a band called From First to Last. Um, I can't remember what the name of the song was. But, yeah, it's this little Mexico town that I think we used in Bushmaster.
1: Yeah, yeah, Bushmaster. Uh, well, it definitely, like, the presidential compound was used in Bushmaster. Right. Some uh, They were running around the town, and it was a lot of tight shots, so it's kind of hard to tell in Bushmaster. But yeah. I think it's probably the same location, especially since we're back in Los Angeles. Correct.
0: But that first main street that we see and the church at the end of it is um, the church that they use every time they go to Mexico on Arrested Development oh. and uh, a bunch of other stuff. But you'll see it. Now, like, if you memorize it from looking at it in this episode, you'll see it almost every time they go to Mexico mm-hmm. on any show.
1: So MacGyver wakes up, and now Abe he Abe needs to explain himself further that um, he is going to go ahead with his plan to kidnap President Peugeot because it's basically his fault that the guy's in power Yeah, because he was part of the, the CIA operation to get him installed, and he feels terrible about it, basically. Yeah. Um, so he's going to basically pose as again the agent that the president knows uh and say hey you know I just happen to have this h- attack helicopter for you he also further explains that uh Harding Aeronautics that built the helicopter built two right um they were only sp- they were
0: contracted to build one but then they built a second one to sell yeah illegally to,
1: so um so basically Abe also feels that uh because uh he knows that Harding wouldn't loan him one because they're crooks. So uh, he was forced to steal it for his own purposes.
0: I actually wonder if that wasn't a plot element originally set for the deep cover episode. That they just built two Irmas. Mm. And that one would be used by the police. But that they would have a second one that they could sell to the drug dealers. And that they could say, hey, this is the thing that will beat what
1: what the they have. have.
0: Yeah. But who knows.
1: Uh, so Abe touches down in the middle of town... Uh, and of course people start gathering around including uh, the military um, which is very strange because like okay so this is like a Caribbean island but it looks like it's populated by mostly Spanish right people but enter Fritz who's clearly supposed to be German
0: yeah but he's speaking with a French well no the other guy's speaking with a French yeah ex-
1: yeah yeah man. like the president is French um, and this guy Fritz the military leader is speaking with German
0: right but it also seems like a a very dated community mm-hmm. and there are hangman gallows already set up in the main yeah. square like that is a fairly regular occurrence in this mm-hmm.
1: town and it's also not a good sign yeah so um uh fritz you know takes uh, MacGyver and abe to to meet president uh, marcel pujot and of course abe abe knows fritz he says hey fritz it's me your old friend abe uh uh we find the uh, president grooming himself with a hand mirror um, and when he turns around, he's got fake vampire teeth, which
0: actually made me laugh when he <laughs> turned around with those. Uh,
1: and uh, and of course, like Abe is like, Oh, president, like you're so scary. Like he, he keeps like, like humoring this guy's like yeah. weird attitude. Uh, Marcel Pujol is played by Time Winters, who's a very interesting character actor, He, he's in a lot of things. Um, I I most notably uh see, seen him in the um uh Angry Video Game Nerd movie. Uh he I played, saw that credit. Yeah, he he is the villain of the movie. I went and saw that with Josh and John. Yeah. Uh uh it was fun. It was a fun time. I th- I think I think the, the highlight of the night for me was that James Rolfe waved, waved to me. Uh <laughs> I don't even know who that is. Oh, the Angry Video Game Nerd. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh uh it was it was so it was such a weird experience too because it was at the Egyptian which has like the worst concessions policy where it's yeah. like cash only yeah so it's like all these people struggling to like put together cash because like
0: so the line is like out the door yeah
1: and it, cause I, I get having a cash only policy but you should really make sure everyone knows that going in
0: also it costs almost nothing to just get one of those squares to take cards like, yeah like I, I think they just do it because they want to be old-fashioned and they're snooty. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the New Beverly is, does the same thing a lot of the time. I, it's I, just like, I, I get it. You're trying to be old-fashioned, but...
1: It's really inconvenient. Yeah. It, it's. I, I just don't carry cash anymore.
0: Yeah, nobody does.
1: But but the people I, w- I was in line with knew nothing about the movie or Angry Video Game Nerd. Why would they go to it? I don't know. It, it, they, they, they seem really pretentious. And, like, they were talking well, about all these... They probably
0: had... Honestly, like, though, I think at the Egyptian you can get like a monthly pass or something pass that you could, like, if you're a subscriber, that you can basically go to however many screenings, and they just okay. go every night, regardless of what's playing, because
1: they just have all that time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So like, they didn't they did nothing about the movie, and so when James Rolfe walked by, uh, like he was like walking like because he was he was taking, doing some photos and stuff. Yeah. Uh, he walked by like no one responded to him walking by except yeah. me. I'm like. Ah! Waving my hand, super excited, and he waved back to me. I was like, "Yay!" <laughs>
0: Acknowledgement.
1: Uh, so that was a fun night, and that's why I remember Time Winners from. Yeah. Uh, but you, you see him in a lot of things.
0: Specifically, he'll come back for MacGyver. To play Merlin in a two-part episode that's coming down the line. Merlin. He also apparently is in Gremlins 2 as one of the technicians working for Forster.
1: Yeah, he he just he he that's usually what he plays. Like he just plays like you know technician guy. I I looked him up. Like I saw that he was in Sneakers and he was homeless man. Yeah, yeah. Um, But he's just in. He's just there. Yeah. He's in a lot of things. Uh, So. uh, you know, he does uh President Peugeot starts doing a whole bunch of like little magic tricks like pulling cloth out of his ear and Yeah. Uh you know, and of course Abe and MacGyver are giving him a big like like cheer and laugh and applause. Yeah,
0: he's a showman.
1: Uh so they they take him down to the helicopter to kinda give him a sales pitch. Uh and uh I think uh Abe's sales pitch is a little too good because the president's like, It's great, I love it, I'll buy it right now. I was like,
0: yeah, and he's like okay. no you got it you gotta go fly inside. Around it first. Yeah, you gotta at least like, go no, inside. No, no.
1: no, I'm fine. I, don't need I like to. it. <laughs> um, so Abe and MacGyver have to now convince him to take a test flight.
0: Right, but they. This scene is really weird too because he's just like, he's like, oh, you 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 can't agree to pay that price without having flown the thing. And then he's like, no, I have no problem. Here's all the money, and yeah. and I'll take the thing. And then he's like, uh, 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 MacGyver, and then MacGyver basically says the exact same thing. He's like, oh well, uh. The problem is we can't sell it to you until you've had a test flight. Yeah. It's like, what? What are you talking about? Why not? I just offered to pay you the money. This uh, is weird. You guys are being suspicious.
1: Yeah, like if if I walked onto a car lot and said, I'd like to buy this car. Oh, sure. You want to try it? No. Here's the money. They would not argue with me. Yeah. They would go, I will take your money. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, somehow they're able to convince them like, to go inside.
0: Give us the opportunity to lose this sale. <laughs>
1: Um uh I, it'll be a humbling experience for me. Yeah. Uh so they get in and of course the president asks, Well, can I fly it? It's like, Well, let's get it off the ground first and yeah. then and then we'll talk. Yeah. Um, and
0: then you can climb from the back seat into the front seat to fly it. I thought he would at least be in the front seat of yeah. the
1: plane. Um of course they, they board and they could have gassed them right there. Yeah. But he wanted to wait until he was up in the air first because the gas seems to work really quickly. Yeah,
0: they both have their helmets on. They both have the the gas masks on, Mm -hmm. and they could have just flipped the switch immediately. Yeah. And then Sneed pulls up in his vehicle with all of his guys.
1: Which causes the the military to go ape again. Yeah. And now the president seeing this says, stop it, turn everything off, I want to get out. Yeah. Um,
0: And and even here he could have flipped the switch and gas the cockpit. But
1: then Fritz pulls a gun. And then even
0: there, like it well, would just be like, like, all right, all right, we're setting it down. Yeah. Uh, what, what's going on? Hold on, let's uh, and just yeah. pretend like you're confused about what's happening. Yeah.
1: But no, none of that happens. No. They, uh, they all, uh, they're all forced it out of the hook up. Just cuts to them
0: <laughs> getting hung.
1: Yeah. Uh, so, uh, uh, Major Sneed comes up and says that uh, this helicopter is stolen and that if President Peugeot buys it, buys a stolen helicopter, he'll be a laughingstock. Yeah. I.
0: No, that's I, not how laughing stocks work.
1: I think that that's how the whole black market operates. Yeah. Like, you know, people wouldn't if – you, if you bought something from the black market and every time you bought something from the black market, people made fun of you. Yeah. I, I don't – I don't see how that's. She's like, you
0: just bought that weed. That's a controlled substance, you idiot! Oh my <laughs> god, everyone's gonna think you're stupid for buying that.
1: <laughs> what are you gonna do with it now? It's stolen. Yeah. Um, it's
0: y- as good as useless. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, but of course, uh, Peugeot buys the argument that oh, I don't want to. I don't want to seem like a laughingstock. Yeah. Um,
0: he takes a lot of pride in what people think of him. Yeah. Which uh, why he does all the magic tricks. Well, I guess that's what, that's the opposite of why he does the magic tricks. If you cared what you, people thought about you, you wouldn't do magic tricks.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, of course, Peugeot is furious at Abe for trying to sell him a stolen helicopter. I'd be like, this is stolen? Awesome.
0: <laughs> yeah. I can't believe you're charging me full price.
1: <laughs>
0: I would I would knock a few thousand off.
1: Yeah, for being stolen. Yeah. Um, so he senses the, the hang, uh, of course, but first they're locked up in a, in a small room to think about what they've done before they hang. They never hang them right away. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, so MacGyver starts, uh, looking around and, uh, trying to come up with a plan. Meanwhile, Elliot is on the radio on the helicopter and you're just seeing him respond to things going, what? Huh? No. Uh and uh when he comes out, uh he sells Lamana. So I got uh,
0: looks like we got to rescue MacGyver and uh and Eve.
1: And, and Lamana's like, "What?" It's like it turns out that they are CIA and Phoenix Foundation and you know it's like and I got to tell you something, Lamana. I'm really am an FBI agent. I so he's
0: like but if you help me break them out, then I'll give, you I'll, I'll give you immunity as long as you agree to testify to get Sneed in trouble. And he's like, well, you want to hear something crazy? I'm actually I'm actually here yeah, he's investigating like, him too. So all four of us are undercover with different agencies.
1: Yeah. Uh, Luana's with the Office of Budget Management.
0: Right. And uh, he's trying to prove for the government that Sneed is using this money to produce an extra helicopter. Correct.
1: So uh, so, luckily now everyone's on the same team. but uh,
0: Except for Lamana, who is doing his job very poorly by letting it go this far that he built a whole second helicopter, and now yeah. they're all in another country. <laughs> Maybe it's I like, should have told someone. He should someone. have just reported it as soon as he started building the second one.
1: Um, MacGyver uh, has found uh, the, the, the storeroom that they're in is like an old brandy barrel storage room for a monastery. Right. Um, but he says like all the, the – Stuff is evaporated, so leaving just pretty much the alcohol left yeah. up in the barrels.
0: Which is crazy, because if any of it evaporated, it would be the alcohol.
1: That's what I would think, too. Yeah. Uh, and uh, so he fills a bellows up with this alcohol and just starts creating a mist. Yeah. Um, which I don't think would work. I think that the bellows would just squirt it out like like, like a... Like a liquid. Yeah, yeah it, it would, would just would. like come out like a squirt gun. It would yeah. go like, like a stream. Yeah. Um, but luckily, luckily, it's misting. Yeah, and filling this room up with an alcohol vapor. Yeah. Uh, which, uh, but then MacGyver, I don't quite get how he makes this fuse. He takes a string, and he rubs it in wax. And I don't, yeah. I don't quite understand what the purpose was, because I think the string would light on. Why don't you just dip it in the alcohol?
0: Yeah, and then light it on fire like you guys did in Second Chance. Yeah,
1: it, it, it doesn't quite make. I don't get what the wax is supposed yeah, to do. Yeah, I don't know either. But he lights it on fire. Um and so the fuse starts burning but meanwhile Elliot and Lamana are working on their plan to help them escape. Right. Uh Lamana needs to create a diversion. Uh so he finds like a like a one of those like rubber gasoline sacks which I don't know where you get those like yeah. they, they they seem really odd and yeah. I don't know what the advantage of it of being like a flexible container versus I don't think there's
0: an advantage. <laughs> it's just the disadvantage of it being slightly harder to carry. Around. Yeah.
1: Um, it reminded me of the the scene in uh, Land of the Lost, where Will Ferrell has the one that he's got hydrosaur urine. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, You're just gonna douse yourself in it. It's not so bad. Oh, oh, check that. <laughs> oh, it's in my eyes. Wait a minute, maybe I'll, maybe another dose will do it. <laughs> Instantly made it worse. <laughs> Lamada is going to use his tie as a fuse, dips it in the alcohol. But then he lights up a cigarette. Yeah. It's like, dude, no. Yeah. Uh, Elliot has taken uh, Sneed uh, and – well, first of all, Major Sneed is doing the um, Ghostbusters – can you read this card? Yeah, yeah. Like trick. Uh, Peugeot is like – reading the cards that Ben Stein has in his hand. Wow. He's like, that's incredible. That's well, incredible. How do you know that? How do you know that? He's like, Oh, he's like, take two cards, three. No, take three. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, like he's humoring it him. Is a star. Wow. <laughs> I love Ben Stein. What are those cards called? Oh, the, the actual symbol the cards? cards that they use yeah. for
0: psychic ability testing.
1: They, they have a name. Yeah. Um, I also remember them in um, uh, *Cocoon* when they're testing the alien. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> as as you, does anyone know, ever, Does anyone besides of- me remember the movie *Cocoon*? No, never heard of it. I feel like that's a movie that's like ripe for a remake. Yeah, probably. Because, like, look at all the like the really cool old actors that could play in it now. You could have like Anne McKellen, and you could have uh,
0: they did remake it, but they called it the Best Exotic Marigold.
1: That's true, yeah. But, I mean, let's, you get what I'm saying. like Because yeah, yeah, the yeah. original had, like, Wolfer Brimley and Red Buttons and like yeah, and yeah. uh, Donna Michi, So it's just like, yeah, okay, you got those really great old actors. Founder of
0: Amici's Pizza.
1: <laughs> but uh, with all these other, like, you know, if you could put Michael Gambon in there. I don't know why I'm all focusing on the British old people, but.
0: Because they, they're the best actors. Yeah, that's
1: true. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so uh, Elliot gets the drop on Sneed and the president. Zener? With a
0: g- Zener cards? Is that what they're I,
1: called? I wouldn't know it if he said it. All right, I'm so I'm going to have to take your now. word for whatever you say. Whatever you say, I believe it, Pat.
0: I'll have to take you at your word. Zener cards. Zener cards are cards used to conduct experiments for extrasensory perception.
1: All right. There it is. Zener cards, Zener warrior princess, Mac fact. (laughs) Uh, Elliot gets a drop on them. He's got a gun and he, and he flat out says that he's FBI, right? Which must be confusing for Sneed. He's like, wait, I thought you were just pretending to be FBI. Yeah. So um, Ben
0: Stein, by the way, frustratingly terrible actor, (laughs) Uh, he's just—he's just playing his Ferris Bueller teacher character in everything he does.
1: But that—that's fine. I think if you have a—I
0: think it, it's grading and terrible <laughs> a lot of the time.
1: I don't know. I don't mind it. Yeah. Um. Because you know when you hear him talk, like because he, obviously he's a big political—he was a speechwriter. Yeah, he was with the Nixon campaign back in the day. Yeah. But he's still an active like Republican voice. Yeah. Uh. But uh, the only time I don't I remember him not doing that is in Ghostbusters two, uh, when they're talking about like uh, they're trying to get through the the shell, and uh, he's he's like the engineer who's talking like we we've we tried everything but it's like we can't make a dent in it. He's actually expressing like some frustration yeah. and emotion in that. Yeah. Because
0: um, I feel like Ivan Reitman was like, all right, now say you're lying, and he was probably like. We tried everything, and we can't do it, and we can't put a dent in it. And he's like, okay, we're not going to do your stupid character that you do and everything. Let's just try and read it like you're a so human just, being. Just, yeah.
1: You're only, in, you're only in this one scene for three seconds. Yeah. We're, let's not make I a it. I didn't hire you for
0: it. Bueller, Bueller, Bueller. I hired you because you look like a scientist.
1: Uh, so uh, uh, the MacGyver lights this fuse. It blows up the alcohol in the room, which blows the door in to the room that they're in. Right. Uh, LaMana gets startled, drops his cigarette, of course, yeah. which lights his bomb.
0: Yeah. And, and then he gets blasted and does an awesome backflip. <laughs>
1: yeah. I love explosion flips. Yeah. Um, And so, yeah, he and that, of course, distracts Elliot for Sneed to pull his gun and tell him to drop his gun. Yeah. So now they're all going to get hanged.
0: Yep. So yep. they're all standing on the gallows. They they do that. The like the the, the sandbag test the test drop. <laughs> it's to like, make sure the board's open.
1: Yeah. It's like did, did you did you not think that they would drop? It's it's kind of physics. Yeah. They they always will drop. It's yeah. That's a lot to watch. Well, I
0: mean, I guess that is the problem though, is that sometimes the doors don't open, and then.
1: And then you have to let them go. And then you're like, yeah, that's the rule. <laughs> that's the rule. If Double the dr- jeopardy. <laughs> <laughs> Technically you've already executed me. You can't execute <laughs> me again. Damn it. He's right. That's why we do these tests. <laughs> <laughs> Who didn't do the test today? Uh Uh luckily there's exactly four spots on the gallows, too. Yeah. Um but uh you don't have
0: to take turns or anything.
1: Or, sh- or share a news. <laughs> yeah. That's the most awkward hanging. Oh god, that's to that's share. just
0: that's how you make a fool of your government <laughs> is to just be like, oh my god, they couldn't afford four slots in their hangmans.
1: Uh. Uh. The in the the Kevin Costner Robin Hood, when they're hanging all these people, and then like uh, Christian Slater gets caught, it's like, they all have to join them. It's like, oh, it seems like there's not enough. There's no more nooses left, so they strap him to a barrel and they're gonna chop his head off. <laughs> <laughs> but. The, the twist of it is that the barrel that they strap him to is full of explosives that, yeah. that they planted, so it's so like they oh.
0: blow it up and he just explodes. Yeah.
1: More like Christian. See you later, what? <laughs> Mr. Robot. Uh, I still need to watch the first season of that. Is I'm he like, on that one? Mr. He is Mr. He is the titular Mr. Robot.
0: Wow, and that show's still on.
1: Mm-hmm. Second season. Huh. Um, it's it's very weird too because he's playing a very similar character to the other show that he played that was like sneakers where like he had a team of like super intelligent or I think Scorpion is still a show that's on now. Yeah. Um, he had another show that was like that. Um, that was very short. my own
0: worst enemy or something like that. Or is that a different one?
1: I think that's a different, different one. Yeah. Another Christian Slater vehicle. Yeah. Like he, I mean, he's not the star of Mr. Robot. He is, but he is the Mr. Robot of the show. Right. Um, uh, uh, I don't know. Like, I really like Christian Slater. I, don't, I do too. I don't think that he's bad, but it, it seems like any TV show or vehicle that he, he starts is, is not, does not do it's well. It's canceled very quickly. Yeah, when he stars in it. But Christian Slater has nothing to do with this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, MacGyver asks for one last request of Peugeot, and of course he immediately goes, no. It's like, And MacGyver goes, Nie. And then they
0: all four get hung
1: credits. Uh, <laughs> this is going to be a weird season. Yep. Uh, MacGyver goes. I thought not. And he's like, well, "What does that mean?" It's like, "Oh, you fly-by-night you Dictators dicti- are all predictable. It's like, it's like, "I am not a fly-by-night dictator." Uh, if I if I honor your request, would you apologize? Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, MacGyver says like, oh, "All I want is to uh, be able to shave before I die." Um, it's like, "All right, I guess." Yeah. And he gives him an electric razor, and then MacGyver asks if he could borrow his hand mirror. Yeah. Um, and uh, Major Sneed is like, uh, like, like, you can't trust this guy. He's an environmentalist. Yeah. Um, and uh, so MacGyver starts shaving, but he's using the mirror to reflect the helicopter. Luckily, they're facing the helicopter. Close enough to the
0: panel on the helicopter that.
1: And the sun is in the right position. Like all these things, like.
0: Well, the sun be, could be in many positions for yeah. this to work.
1: But not behind them.
0: I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. All right. Maybe all right. he could just keep moving his head out yeah. of the way. Yeah. you all right. Hopefully, the shadow of his head is on the side of the helicopter.
1: Anyway. <laughs> so MacGyver is signaling the helicopter. Luckily, he remembers the pattern and the codes for everything because Abe read them all out recently. Yeah. Uh,. So uh, da, 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 da. MacGyver is taking quite a while, though, to get this done because, you know, the, covering those kinds of distances with a hand mirror, like you're, just the the, sh- the the small trembling of your hand actually has a much more exaggerated effect. Yeah. So you really have to like – the fact that he's doing it one-handed is very impressive.
0: Yeah. He must use those bellows to ingest some of that alcohol to
1: calm his nerves. Mm-hmm. Um, so – uh Peugeot is now getting more and more impatient that this is taking so long He says he's like, okay, never mind I don't want an apology. I want the hanging <laughs> uh, So MacGyver then goes uh, all right he throws a razor down and just just takes both hands and goes bip, 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 uh, finishes it up and then the helicopter uh, starts emitting a uh, white cloud gas
0: right which blows immediately in their direction mm-hmm. but he and he gives Abe the instruction to hold his breath
1: right. So Abe and MacGyver both hold their breath. Um, everyone else, of course, immediately passes out. And
0: uh, Except people standing, presumably, on the other side on of the house. All the
1: military people on the yeah. other side wondering, wondering... They're all fine and shot
0: MacGyver immediately.
1: Uh, but then Abe and MacGyver have to load the president, LaMana, and Elliot all onto the helicopter. Yeah. Um, and uh, they fly off and... Uh, At
0: first, it looked like they were going to leave with just a helicopter. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I was just like, wait, those guys are just going to wake up and be like, all right, well, we still have two of you to hang.
1: We don't have a president anymore, so. But
0: then they start to fly away, and you see all three guys knocked out in the backseat. Yeah.
1: So uh, the Act 5 roundup is just the button on the uh, bar mitzvah portion of the story. Right. Because, again, that's that's what this episode was all about.
0: The father and son are standing outside the. Location for the bar mitzvah. The, uh, Finally giving up on Abe showing up.
1: Yeah, I believe it is the temple.
0: Sure. Yeah. I, 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 you can have them at all sorts of places. No. Bar mitzvahs have to be at temples. I don't know. You can't have it at any other I don't, location. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> uh,
1: I put temple. <laughs> sure. Uh, but that's when Abe and MacGyver show up. Uh, and McGIver's Probably now full of dust and dirt cars since there's no windows that function on it and it's been out in the desert. Yeah. Uh, And they're wearing the same clothes. They're just like basically horribly filthy. I was
0: expecting them to land the stealth helicopter right here.
1: Yeah. That would have been a little bit more interesting. Yeah. Because because then it would have been an opportunity to come clean with his son um, and kind of like say, hey, look. uh..." Look what
0: I got for all those tubas.
1: (laughs) But I mean there was an opportunity to – because there's no reconciliation. It's just like yeah except
0: I, that he showed up to this one. Yeah, except one
1: that he showed again. up to the yeah. one thing. Um and uh they ask where where that they've been and uh we didn't really mention it but basically Abe's response to everything is that it it's complicated. Yeah. Um and that's how they button up the episode is, it's, yeah. oh well, you know, it's complicated.
0: So, why don't you explain to me where you've been for the last day? Uh, it's complicated. The end. But I I actually think it would have been funny if we had the reverse of uh of when he first met MacGyver and like they, they land this helicopter in the middle of the street and he runs up to the front door and his his son and his grandson are there. And he's like, Oh my God, you made it. It's so great. And he's like, yeah, where's my son and grandson? <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm here for a bar mitzvah. I got to find my son and my grandson. <laughs> have you guys seen him?
1: That could have been good too. <laughs> uh, but I think the whole thing with Abe is that, that it's an act. Yeah. His his absent mindedness and his craziness is, is but all I don't
0: know what purpose it would have served for him to confuse MacGyver for his son. I thought it was just supposed to be an implication of this guy literally has no idea what his own son
1: looks like. Well, I mean that could be that could also be the case, but I think that uh that, that he was like I don't know, I feel I feel like some of it is an act for the purposes of just making him seem like there's no way this guy could be in the CIA because he is just a bumbling crazy old man.
0: Yeah. That's possible, too. But, yeah.
1: So, yeah, this is... Uh, okay, so for a season opener... N- not great. Not great. No. Um, I don't know why I remember this episode more than I remember most other episodes. Yeah. Um, it's probably because it's just so later in the series. Yeah. So it was probably syndicated a little bit more. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, that's the only really thing that I have to say about it. Um, I like all the people in it. Um, I think that some of the stuff is a little heavy-handed. Like, obviously, with, I said, look, Mana's uh, overly Italian Yeah, yeah. Uh, dialogue. Um,
0: yeah, it's definitely, the, the dialogue is probably the, the biggest problem with this episode.
1: Because yeah, we got, like, the Italian, we got a French, we got a German. Uh,
0: we, There's also no reason to combine, or not to combine the... Lance LeGault and David Naughton characters. Like, there's no reason for there to be four people undercover just by coincidence. Yeah. It could have easily been three, if not even two. Mm-hmm. Like, the the FBI agent and the accounting guy could have been combined.
1: I agree. Um, I also feel like that the bar mitzvah portion of it was really unnecessary. Yeah. I, I, I feel to, just to have that button of... Uh, or to show that MacGyver has other friends. Like, I don't really get...
0: I I honestly think that most of the time the buttons that book in the episode are specifically for syndication so that they can cut it cut the last scene mm. when they when they want to air something and have more commercial time like that's basically the only excuse for a lot of these episodes which is why usually with the last act break the story's over and you could end it there and right. you just assume everything turned out okay but then you have this one extra scene in case in case You're yeah,
1: gonna air the time. Uh, yeah, because I think because like obviously with the one episode, uh, the Nikki Carpenter early retirement episode, we yeah. we found out that that that, that it was already cut. Yeah, it was even cut on the on the, the Netflix broadcast. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: which, as far as I know, is the only scene that we just blatantly didn't see because we watched it on Netflix. Mm-hmm. But yeah, if there's anything else we've missed. Please let us know.
1: Yeah. But um, you know, I, I I I don't mind this episode. I know that you weren't a fan of it. Um, yeah. but uh, I, I I didn't mind it too much. Yeah. I I think that I, I really like the concept again of the helicopter. <laughs> sure. <laughs> like like I, I think I said before last episode, before the last episode ended, I said it's like we got an airwolf in this episode. Yep. So it's just like you know, it, it's it's like an Airwolf in the sense that it's like a – more, but it's more disguised. Obviously, Airwolf is just like – Airwolf was also just a normal, like, passenger helicopter that yeah. was dressed up on the outside. Um, but this was just clearly a normal helicopter with nothing new or yeah. interesting about it that's no different. No bells and whistles visible. Yeah. Um, but that's part of its, like, secrecy is that yeah. it's, it's got those things that are secret. Oh,
0: but yeah, I think that's about it for this one. Yeah. Um, if you guys have any thoughts you'd like to share with us on Honest Abe, you can find us on Twitter at Opening Game You can find us at Facebook.com slash Phoenix Foundation Podcast or our website, phoenixfoundationpodcast.com. And if you're digging the show, feel free to review us on iTunes. Tune in next week. We're going to be covering Season 7, Episode 2,
1: The Hood. Thank you for listening. Thank you.